to the Self-Esteem Party Podcast. I'm your host, Alana Johnson. And with me, finally, with the biggest grin you have ever seen, is producer slash husband slash roommate, Norm Sousa. Norm, what's popping? What's locking? Give me the deets. I was waiting for you to say, as always, but then I was like... It's I not like as I, always. You've abandoned me. I have not been here in forever. You've abandoned me. I've been trash-talking you. I trash-talked my sister last week. I'm sick of it. You trash-talked your sister last Yeah, because she said she wanted to do the intro, and then she bailed. Yeah, why did she do that? I don't know. She was probably busy hanging out with you wherever the hell you've been. <laughs> so I want some answers. Who is she? <laughs> <laughs> Your sister, apparently. Wow. We <laughs> keep it in the family. Norm, how have you been? The people want to know. Good. Yeah, good. Well, no, I mean. Yeah, what are you talking about? No, bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you've been, uh, uh, your busy season is done. Done, yeah. Yeah, yeah. relieved? Uh, you know, it's just been a very slow decompression, mm-hmm. um, that, uh, has taken some time. Yeah. I'll say really moping around the house, really <laughs> I don't, dragging me I down. I don't think I'm moping at all. <laughs> not in the least. What are you not talking about? But in all honesty, you have been dragging me down for other reasons. <laughs> it was a bit of a shock to try to adjust back to like not having, you know, to just chilling out took a while to get to. But it was kind of weird because it's like you had all the intense work stuff Mm -hmm. and then we had a bunch of people come to stay and it was like all this kind of, and now I've been filming overnights for like days on end. We went to Philadelphia. I mean, it's a lot. Yep. Do you miss me? (laughs) Norm, answer for real for once in my life. (laughs) What are you talking about? You live here. Barely, Norm. Not you out and about with God knows what floozies. <laughs> Your sister. <laughs> hey, I stick by what I said. Right. Uh, we're back, and mm-hmm. we've got some big news. I've got some big news. Yes. Speak, and speaking of abandonment. <laughs> speaking of abandonment, and guys, you are not going to like this. Oh, was that loud? Yeah, it was a little hot. We'll keep that in. We're not going to edit that. No. Nope. You guys are not going to like this. Better? After what some people are calling three and a half years, possibly more, mm-hmm. the podcast is coming to an end. Yeah, it's winding down. That's right. At the end of March, we will be going on hiatus, possibly forever, possibly for never. Well, you don't know that yet. We don't know. So we're calling it a hiatus. We want to see what's popping off. And by off. we, you mean you. <laughs> Just me is calling it a hiatus. We want to see what's popping off. I'm, I got a couple other things brewing. You're tired. I'm tired. You've, inter- you've interviewed everybody. I've interviewed everybody. And if you're listening and I haven't interviewed you, you're useless. Right. Why would I? <laughs> what a piece of trash you are. Get out of my fucking life for God's sake. Take a hint. <laughs> But, I, I picture someone random just like sitting at home with like one tear in their eye. Oh my God. Minimum two. One for me, one for you. Just, just Tim Baltz. Well, at here's home. the thing. <laughs> like, what the? Why should I do this podcast? I can't even get my husband to take interest in it. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's been a slice. Needless to say. You're, you're trying, you're going to explore uh, other things. There's some other things I've kind of pivoted. I'm going to say in all of comedy, I've kind of pivoted to a couple new directions. Right. And I, I need the time and energy to focus on that. And, and start put, something new, maybe. And start something new. That's what I'm craving. I'm craving new. You know what I mean? Finishing up the things that I already started, 
but I've won it all new. I've been talking about this. It was like literally my whole theme of January. And this this means that you're you're stopping the Patreon too as well. I'm stopping the Patreon as well. And have you given I them was, a heads up? Well, I was going to tell them on Sunday. I do thank you for revealing that uh, without well, me being able to do it. Yeah, but be. they might have thought the Patreon was still going norm. You know how these fools operate. <laughs> Calling them fools after Bless. they've supported you creatively. And I do so appreciate that. But you know what, guys? You weren't enough to keep me going. Hey to break uh it's coming to an end though and i have to be honest with you i am not in the least bit sad no and you know who knows maybe this maybe it comes back as you know a, a periodical or in a, through a series or monthly but you don't know but right now all you know is yeah. that you're burnt out on it i'm burnt to, out it's like i love interviewing my friends and people i don't know as well i love making new friends it's been fantastic for that it kept me alive during the pandemic to connect with people via zoom oh yeah the pandemic kept me alive to be able to connect with people via zoom when we thought we were never going to see anybody again Mm -hmm. i really appreciated that but i just i can only explore so much about self-care self-love self-loathing before it either a is repetitive or b gets to me Mm -hmm. it's a lot of reflection it's like everybody comes and does the one episode we really get into it i get their story i love it but i've been noticing with me i feel like i'm on a loop and i feel like it's stopping me from actually making those changes and applying them in real life because i feel like i'm living in what's wrong or what's not working Mm -hmm. Uh, and I'm not able to start anything new. Even my self-care, the things that are positive in my life, I need new. Right. I, I need to do new things. And the more I talk on a loop, the less I'm staying present in the moment. I know this sounds so cheesy, but it is true. It's like, you see me, I'm I'm toast. Really, <laughs> it's a lot. I'm toast and you're all my butter. Let's spread it. Wow. Wow, I put my arms up for that. No reaction out of you. Um, what well, do you think? Are you mad? No, I'm not. I mean, okay, well, I thought you'd be a little bit upset that you wouldn't get to connect with me in this way weekly. <laughs> <laughs> Just okay, so you guys well. know, Norm is looking at me with like the rage of a thousand <laughs> suns burning in his eyes. <laughs> yeah, I'm, you're, I'm looking at you the way my dad looked at me at church when I said anything. Um, <laughs> Wow! Thanks. No, I think I think it's um, I think it's good. It's um, yeah. Who knows? Maybe there's a maybe you should just ask the the listening audience what you should just hashtag what's next for <gasps> Alana, and then maybe some suggestions. Maybe it's a new podcast you do, but uh, you know, you we've been having conversations over the past weeks and months about how this is feeling stale for you, and you want mm-hmm. to you know you're you're just you're going through a. You're going. You're going to the next phase. You're taking another a part of your career that is looks and feels different, mm-hmm. and you're trying to explore different creative ventures. And um, maybe uh, something like this is just uh, feels like it's keeping you in a certain spot creatively, and maybe it it's time to move on. If you guys want to tell me who I am and what to be and <laughs> what to do, like Norm said. Uh, you can tweet at me at Alana underscore Johnston or at self-esteem party, hashtag what's next. Or hey guys, get on the gram at the only Alana Johnston, okay? Mm-hmm. Let me know what's popping off and what to do and what you'd want to hear. Right. Because I do want to start something new. I like the idea of a podcast. It's fun to reach, you know, we have a lot of listeners. It's 
bigger than most stages I'd be able to play live. Sure. And I'm really happy I have that in my life and that everybody's been listening. You guys have been so loyal. Numbers have been going up. I appreciate it. But it's like we need something else from Atlanta Johnston. Sonar Network has been great. Sonar Network has been amazing. Thank you to the NAR for being so cool when I told you guys what was up and opening up to say come back with whatever you got whenever you want. I really appreciate that. I do plan on taking you up on that. Mm -hmm. But for now... This little gal's got to go. How many more episodes do you have? Oh, four. So, you know, I am giving a bit of a heads up, <laughs> as it turns out. Uh, but, uh, yeah, well, including including today. So here's what I'm thinking. Oh, you so tell me. three more after this episode. Right, but I'm thinking we have today's, mm-hmm. we have two more, and then the last one, we do the Norman Atlanta big goodbye. Okay, sure. Cool. What's your schedule? Actually, if you could let me know right now. Uh, I'm pretty wide open, actually. Norm, talk about my legs much. wow i make myself (laughs) sick i have to stop the podcast because i'm so nauseous overhearing my own voice it's disgusting that's what it is (laughs) that's what it is secret revealed so Um, well that's good it was you know again it's yeah again yeah you've interviewed it's been three four years of you know every at this point i'm taking strangers off the street what's popping there was a break during covid but a three a three-month break at the very beginning you know for the most part um it's been pretty nonstop and Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a lot of, you know, you've gotten a lot of love for it and I'm sure you'll get a lot of love on the next thing. And if not, Hey, that's on you. Yeah. That's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> that's your yeah. guys's fault. Okay. Yeah, thanks for nothing. <laughs> yeah. Honest to God. <laughs> um, yeah. So this week's guest actually, cause right. I'd mentioned earlier, I've been doing overnight shoots on a film. Oh yes. That's I right. met, uh, doing this film and we mm-hmm. instantly, I mean, you guys at the chemistry read, you want to talk chemistry? It's a horror movie and you showed up last yesterday at five in the morning covered in covered blood. Covered in blood. <laughs> at the door here. It was horrifying and I've, I've barely gotten it off. I am cut up and bruised to no end. Yeah. I won't reveal the stunts. I'm having the time of my life. I've never done anything like it. I've already cried on set three times. I've asked zero questions. Thank you so much. I've already cried three times. It's been so dramatic. Mm-hmm. Um, like not cried, like cried in the scene, but then continued That's crying because I had like, to think, yeah. well, here's the thing. Cry. I I was crying though for real afterwards because I was trying to think of sad things to get the tears going. Oh, that's easy. Yeah, that's more than easy. And then what happened was I stayed sad. Mm, right. So then somebody, people from the crew had to like sit with me <laughs> until I got happy again. <laughs> Right. Which I did, but then I had to cry again, and I thought, you guys, where mm-hmm. were we on the first take on this guy? That's why acting so tough. It is really tough, and this is the first, really, because there is, con- I am the comedic relief, as is um, today's guest. We are definitely comedic relief Who in this. Who came by the house? Who came by the house? It was so nice. You got to meet him. It was so fantastic. Very fun. But it is, there's also a lot of, you know, serious scenes to it. It's my first dramatic thing I've really done. Mm-hmm. It's been like fun and fantastic but i have to say it, it's pushing me to the limit i really you know i i didn't know if it was in me and guess what we'll see in the final cut maybe it wasn't we'll find out <laughs> but so far no complaints so i have to assume if the director is moving on we got something to yeah, work with we, could, we can just say that you're you're bringing the podcast to an end because you have too many movie opportunities <laughs> 
you know what, Norm? You're laughing, but I don't appreciate that because <laughs> it could be true. And, uh, you know, the only one that doesn't believe in me is you. So wow. let's get to the guest. Okay. No, Norm, I have been grateful for all you've done for the podcast. And you spent, you hence in your title, you helped me produce this for so long. Oh, yeah. Um, obviously, you got too busy and abandoned me for my sister. Mm -hmm. So I had to step up. I've done a fabulous job. Everybody knows I don't edit. So it's time. But you started editing it, right? I started. No, I mean I don't edit things out of an episode because I don't know how. I don't think people should edit anything. I don't think so. It is especially in a podcast where you're being yourself. It's like you are going to say things in real life that you regret. That's kind of part of it. And most people regret the full hour. (laughs) All right, let's get to the guest. New friend of mine, new enemy of yours. We'll find out. Visitor to the house. Visitor to the house. Love the dog. Came by once. I've been working with him. Very excited for you guys to hear this episode. Please help me welcome my guest, Tommy Bechtold, right after this break. It's a self-esteem party. It's a self-esteem party. Tommy, welcome. Good to be here. To the self-esteem party <laughs> podcast. Good to have you. I love a party. And a beautiful bandana, might I Thank say. Thank you. Thank you. Look, or headband, kind yeah, of. If I can explain, I know this is an, an audio medium, but okay. I'm going to have you, for, for the listeners... I got a bad haircut. Let's see. And my bangs are way longer than they should be. <gasps> oh my so, God. And you've got this one rogue yeah, piece there's here. Just tons of hair. And this is you know, not a fun podcast. My barber died. Uh, oh and my I have God. Had a little trouble getting back in the chair with a new barber. And so it's just growing. Can I ask? Okay. Yeah. First of all, how did you find out your barber died? Did you call to make an appointment? Well, I did. Yeah, like, well, here's the thing. It's a little more complicated. My barber and I had what I You would better call... believe I love the beginning of a barber story <laughs> being it's a little more complicated. My barber and I were married. No, uh, <laughs> uh, my, my, my barber was uh, also my friend named Sonny, who was a bit of a wild card okay. and was frequently disappearing. Okay. Uh, but he was also like... Always happy to give you a haircut on short notice and always did a wonderful job. Okay. I had been growing my hair out. Hadn't seen him as much. Last time I saw him, very weird energy. Went to go make an appointment on his website and there was just a big black box. And I'm not making light of this. I'm just telling you how it truthfully happened. Yeah. It said, we unfortunately have to inform you all Sonny has passed away. <gasps> but there are two other people that own the barbershop with him. And they're like, John and whoever are going to... Uh, pause appointments for a couple of days and then we'll figure out stuff. And I was like, I don't know. I just was like, fro- I've been frozen in, so in barbering since then. In, wow. In where the calendar would be yeah. was the notification. Yes. Wow. Yeah. I would. Okay. So here's what I would think. Mm. Because do you, is it like you give your email? And it says like the booking confirmation. Yeah, I would think it would be an email. Yeah, like that's what I would think to like let everybody know. Yeah, that's like, what I would think because what if like you said you're growing your hair out and now yeah. you find out a year later? Yeah, exactly. right, right. And 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 I think I th- I have a feeling the circuit because like all human beings, my desire was to then find out what happened. Oh my god, of course. I mean, then, I'm I'm on pins and needles right. over here. <laughs> and I don't think that there is any satisfying answer whether it was self-harm or accidental. Yep. Something happened where he died very suddenly and very unexpectedly. It's not good. And there's like no other than a few Facebook posts that are kind of like those guys did a GoFundMe. There's like not a lot of information about it, so yeah. I'm like, oh god, it's just that's a not good. A, gr- a great 
little anecdote to start a podcast. You know what? The, first of all, this might be the only podcast you can bring this to. But, but, <laughs> Just so you know, but, this is like, this podcast is a blessing for you with this information. But let us never forget, the only reason this information came out was my own personal vanity in explaining why I was wearing a headband. So true. <laughs> if I was just comfortable in my own skin Lest and comfortable with the things I put on my head and body, I would have just been like, thank you for, thank you for complimenting my headband. And let's okay. move on. Tommy, no. you're not going to like this because okay. you just told me some sad news, but I'm going to take this opportunity to promote my hairstylist. Great. Um, I recommend start it off as norms. Mm. And then I got a botch haircut right before our wedding, Ooh. and I tried to call it off because my hair looked so bad. And I went, well, quite simply, how can I love someone else if I don't love myself? That's right. So his hairstylist was like, send her here. Trust me, I know how to do curly hair because you've got huge volume and wave to your hair. Mm. For the listeners out there, I'm literally drowning in a tsunami of waves here. It's beautiful. Oh, and now they're all over the place. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> but I did go to her. She... Yeah. Fixed my hair. Mm. The wedding happened. What a huge success just in terms of my hair. Who knows about the marriage? Yeah. Well, <laughs> you're I like, feel, yeah. <laughs> I feel good about it. And let me just say, you know, I I, I was at a wedding that you and Norm were That's at right. and, and were and were delightfully emceeing the uh, the uh, Pat and Jackie, friends yeah. of the podcast. I, I almost called it the after party, but I believe reception is the technical term. <laughs> okay, but here's the thing: we do a Patreon for this podcast, yeah. and it's called Self Esteem After Party. So, yes. kind of great. Well, I'm ready for that after party too, guys, and <laughs> sign up for the Patreon. But what I wanted to say was, <laughs> second time seeing Norm, never seen a bad head of hair on him. So he's not a bad head of hair. Great... Now, here's the thing: I knew you were at the wedding, but I didn't know because we didn't really interact. Like no. we truly met. We, yeah. Well. Recently, in the I last think couple the months, we've orbited each other. Yes, for years. here we go. Just rolling in circles, ships the, in the night, like, as they know, say. The way the universe is so vast, our, our orbits have never collided in a in a cataclysmic event. And now it's like they absolutely have. It's no, like we're no. about to film a movie together. Yes, which is. Very exciting. Very exciting. Very wild. We won't give too much away, yeah. but it's a bit of a thriller. It's a bit of a, yeah. Which is for you and I who do comedy, yeah. a little for, out of the yeah, wheelhouse here. It certainly makes me feel uncomfortable, but I, you know, they say follow the fear. Well, they say that, but do they mean uh, it? And who is they? <laughs> who are And how these are they profiting people? from it? And we got to follow the money here. <laughs> We've got to follow the money <laughs> Uh, and then we were in a, sh- a web series that Pat and Jackie just yes, did. Yes, And I got to sit in and see yours, yes. which was absolutely amazing. He told me to tell you he just edited it. It's oh, that's great. I never try and... I try to make it a goal of when my friends film things to leave them alone for a Oh my ca- God, I don't ask. Year. I don't ask yeah. because then it puts you in that weird position where yeah. you're like, if you're the person yeah. being asked, you're just like... Oh yeah, um, I kind of ran into this, or yeah. we ran out of money, or that, and you're like, "Oh my god, dude, I was excited yeah. about it. It wasn't to make you feel yes. bad, but how do you convey that?" Right, and of course, and I would say in the case of this very fun web series that our friends Pat and Jackie, friend of your pod, friend of my pod. Uh, <laughs> wow, <Wow-wee>. we. <laughs> this is just a- the kind of energy we're looking for <laughs> up here. Uh, I, I am so excited for it to come out because they are so funny. Oh my God, they're so funny. And everybody else that is involved in doing it is so funny. 
that I just want the world to be able to experience this. You guys will see when it comes out. We'll be posting up a storm. There's no question about it. Yeah. You can try and stop us. It literally won't work. Basically, I'll retweet anyone leading up from now until the release. I might join some like rogue, dark social media sites. I'm going to get in a couple of other yeah. social media sites, Stuff alternative for just farmers, sites. Single farmers that <laughs> yeah. are off the grid, a lot of homesteading <laughs> blogs. Yeah, basically, yeah. we're going to be in the blog circuit, and that's yeah. the bottom line. That's so, where our orbits will collide once again. Now, to, oh my, in, in the, the blog, blog circuit, circuit. Um, in the Yahoo chat group. <laughs> Wait a minute. Tommy22, I know <laughs> <That's> you. <me. laughs> Hold on. Tommy T22, but all spelt out, no numbers. <laughs> so long. It's way too long. <laughs> way too it's long. Way too long. T with T-E-E. Yeah. Anyways, okay. Um, so the way we start this podcast, other than going through a list of barbers that have recently died, yes. is with a self-esteem party score in okay. terms of how you're feeling about yourself and self-love. Right. So we do it from one to ten. Okay. So how would you say you're feeling today, right now, or if there was like another number that resonates with you more that maybe mm. it's not right this second, but you're like, oh, actually it's this. Oh, I, I mean, I don't mean to say this as uh, what may make me sound like a... a mentally unwell person. I have terrible self-esteem. Okay. It's never higher than a five. That's fine. Even on my finest days. Okay. That's totally fine. And I would say today, I got a good night's sleep. I woke up, had a little work drama. Mm. I'd say, but I'm, the work drama was handled. Okay. Now, I'd say I'm like a 3.5. Okay. But that for me is like a, the, the average person's seven. So Norm really has never clocked in more than a six. Yeah. So the five mark on the scale of one to 10, mm-hmm. say, would, if you consider that neutral, mm-hmm. kind of nothing good, nothing bad, mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. norm six is a 10. Yeah. So it's like, you're saying 3.5, do I look alarmed? No. <laughs> not in the least. That. Not I mean, in the least. I, honestly, that put it at like a 3.7, the fact that I did not feel immediately judged. Not in the not, least, because yeah. it's all you can do is compare it to either A, what's been happening as of late or mm. be what it's been the whole time right. or since the pandemic or sure. you know what I mean? Everybody has like everyone that's come on this podcast mm. has been like, for example, has given like, Oh, if you'd asked me yesterday, I was a four, but today I'm so excited. I'm a nine. Oh, like it's like over, overnight. The fluctuation, the fluctuation. Happen. So it's like, for mm. me, I know I get really excited about the podcast mm-hmm. and that, tends to make me feel a little bit better even if I don't want to do it leading up like mm. you know when you're like I don't have anything good to say sure do you I, know what I, I well there you that. go yeah yes, if you're, yes exactly most, most days I'm like I don't know if what I'm offering is there you go of any worth of course yeah. so it's like you know if I'm feeling in that way I'm mm. like I don't want to talk about it and then have this moment in time remembered mm. but then at the same time I'm like okay great well if I do have that moment in time remembered mm. And something feels a little bit better down the road, maybe it's the only way I'll be able to identify something's better. Yes. As opposed to just thinking it's all the same. That makes a lot of sense to right? me. Right? Yes. It's like a it's like a um shared journal. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like this is why we do for the Patreon, not to keep promoting the Patreon, but do subscribe. Yeah. But this is why we do the after party. So basically you know, a year or two after somebody comes on the podcast, I'll have them come back on Mm. and be like, so what's been going on since? And can I tell you how grateful I am and the guests are to be able to come back on because so many people say if I interviewed them two years ago, well, this is in the height of the pandemic. We're in quarantine. Right, sure. We're sitting here over a Zoom. Mm -hmm. We're not, you know what I mean? We're not even in person or anything like that. So it's like, we'll all listen back to the episode before we meet again. And then it's like, oh my God, they were a four. Now they're like, 
just hearing that alone already makes me at a six. Yes. Just knowing that like, <laughs> oh, I'm not that anymore right. already makes me feel better. And <laughs> that's, like but it. that's great. Yeah. If it can do that. I mean, now I feel like the clock is ticking. I've got a year to get up there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> There's a gun to my head, but it's not going to fire for a year. We're going to so. put it in the calendar. <laughs> You're coming back in exactly it, one year to a T. I'm going to have to leave LA. To a Tommy <laughs> T22, you're coming back, I baby. Can't wait. Guys, if you think this version of me is dynamic, <laughs> where do you see another year of, of waking up and self loathing guns? Where do you see one more year of headbands? <laughs> oh my God. The headbands I'll be wearing, I might be full scarf by then. I might be. <laughs> Bandana, maybe just a Santa Claus hat all the time. Yeah, you might need to really invest in some hats so you can stuff yeah. those bags up That's into. Just cram them in. <laughs> now, uh, if you said say you said three point six, but it just went up to three point seven. Yeah, feel a little better. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. I feel like it's a very welcoming space. That's, okay, it's a welcoming yeah. space. Yeah. Uh, absolutely, and you're in the fun chair. I am in the fun comfort. Well, chair. I made I broke that chair. Now it's loud, and I don't have the right. You know, it's not a screw. It's Axel. Oh, the like uh, Allen wrench? And I can't, yeah, the one how it comes with it. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I cannot for the life of me find it. Of course, nothing fits. No, this is the yeah. name of the game. Well, God you forbid. Go to a hardware store and spend like $30 to get I the one I know it's that, somewhere yeah, in right. the house. I'm like, it's one of those things. I know it's here and I'm like, I will not go mm-hmm. buy this yeah. tool that is worth more than the chair. Right. Yeah. No, I, I'm with you. <laughs> I will not. We're, we're sympathetic on that. And I also. I will let other things continue to break around it <laughs> oh, before yeah, I, I have I'm to. like because I know in the house the way to fix that is happening. But if it's at if there is collateral damage, that's on them. That's not on, <laughs> that's not on me. No. I'm not taking responsibility. No, that's right. I will say this: it's having the dog. Man, you gotta like fix things when they break mm-hmm. because it's like otherwise oh, yeah. the dog escapes through the fence yeah, and you're like, that's oh, true. that's why you fix fences. I think like, yeah, dogs and children are like that makes people naturally. I'm so more. sick of dogs and kids. Can yeah. anyone? get out of my face yeah hey guys <laughs> you've had breathe. your moment it's getting a little cringy <laughs> you want to you want to dress up like a little adult in your sailor hat okay enjoy okay. your tiny yeah. suit i dare you to go over and serve okay hey guess you what good luck because i'm not taking you <laughs> that's right you're not just gonna send you overseas <laughs> as, a, as an unaccompanied minor that would be irresponsible so now tommy you said we're, we're gonna jump off from 3.7 okay. i'm not even taking 3.6 i refuse actually okay I reject your original answer, which I've never done. (laughs) So firm. (laughs) Anyways. (laughs) Now, how much, and this is a common question Mm -hmm. because we're in the industry. Yeah, yeah. What's the percentage that work affects that versus a percentage that you're like, I've always carried this blank Mm. with me. I have been a very sensitive, like baby of an adult okay. and, and, and teenager for a long time. So okay. I would say self-esteem issues to me, this is why, and this is going to sound sad, but in a way it's more soothing and comforting. When I was a teenager, I would get build up self-esteem, build up self-esteem. And then it was like the higher you climb, the further you fall. Oh my like God. Someone would say something I would get broken up with or something, something would happen something with my parents and I would go, I would fall so hard and it would just 
it would incapacitate me. Yep. So I've learned to only allow myself to climb so high. Yeah. So that when those moments come as an adult, which are way harder because as a kid, you know, if you're a teenager and someone like says something about your appearance or says something about your whatever, like that's just kind of being a kid. Like kids are mean and they're very little. Kids are so mean. They're so very are dogs. literal and brutal. Sometimes. And some kids are awesome. And no offense if you have a great kid, but if you have a kid that's a stinker, okay. turn off if the If you pod. think if you think you have a great kid, also turn off the pod. <laughs> If Actually, if you have general, kids, don't. turn off the podcast. We're literally sick and tired of your ears listening to us. I'm sure your kids are great. But I, I think like, you know, when you get to be an old an adult and someone talks about your physical appearance, you're like, oh my God, this is an adult that can like vote, join the military, rent a car, run for president. And they're identifying me as unattractive or unappealing. You're like... This is real. And then it sinks in. Well, that's frustrating because you're like, of all the things you could care about in the world, my headband is it. Like it's, you know, and listen, there are a lot of things I could care about in this world, but your headband is is it in a positive way. (laughs) Well, I'm looking at it going, I'm looking at it going, I've got bangs too. And boy, do I need to sweep these beauties off my face. I'll tell you what, we can go to any... CVS. We can, oh, get yeah, you, we can get you in a headband. In the CVS. Now, is that by appointment? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> we can get you boosted. We can get your flu shot. We're going to we do a couple a things. We're going to make it a whole outing. I go in there and I lay down across the chairs and start therapy there. They don't like that. <laughs> but, like, you know, I do it and I have a copay. Yeah. It's just like my cute little thing I do to terrorize CVS. <laughs> I, uh, I, I think what it sounds like to me, I once had a therapist point this out. Um, a long time ago, mm. oddly enough, is a, a fear of success. Yes. Because like you had already said, something to lose. Mm-hmm. And it can be success in personal or in career. Like I feel like sometimes we associate success with like a money or a job or this mm. or that. But I'm like, to have a lot of love in your life is very, su- yes. that's a lot of success. Because yes. what does that say about you as a person yeah. that you've gotten so much of this love? And here's the thing. When you have that fear of success, and I don't know if you experience this. Mm-hmm. I know I have in my darker moments in life. Mm-hmm. Is that you are loved, but you can't accept it. Oh, for sure. So it's like, even if you do have the success of being like, no, you won people over. They mm-hmm. love you. Mm-hmm. If you can't accept it, it's like, now it's a failure. Yeah. And it's, right? Do you sure. do that too? Because that's yeah. like, oh my God, man. When I have been in my most depressed and everything like mm-hmm. that, and you're like, well, I'm garbage. Mm-hmm. Why would anyone love me? Why would anyone want to be around me? Right. They, do they, they just feel bad for me. That's why they reach yeah, out. Yeah, or they're tolerating. Or, like or they're me. tolerating. Yeah, and it's like, or there's some other thing, like throughout, I mean, again, it's, it evolves. It starts when you're a teenager. I remember I used to be convinced that it was because I drove everywhere. I was like, this is why these people stay friends with me. And to be honest, <gasps> wow. if you watch enough, you know, CW TV, there is, there is some, there's some method to that madness. There is like, there is like. I'm doing it now. Them. They're like, you drive around? That's great. We're going to stay here. Because I remember, and this is what, I, this is like, you know, such stupid things. But I remember being like 16 or 17, and I and I had my night license, which you can only get if you in New York. I grew up in New York, Western. Oh, New York. okay. And if you if you take driver's ed, you can get your night license when you're 17, which is means you can drive after nine. Okay. You can't drive after nine until you're 18. Otherwise. Did not know that. So you get a bonus 365, sometimes 366 on a leap year. Okay. Of night driving, so I got that, and my friends were like, "Great," and my mom was like. I love that you drive because that makes me fairly confident you're not going to drink. 
Yeah. And she was right. I was terrified. I'm very rule follower. Same. Very nervous about adults yelling at me. To this day, I still am nervous to buy beer despite being old enough to buy beer for like Wow, really? I don't have I I mine's the fear of drinking and driving because yes. I'm like, "Oh man, you do oh, not yeah. want to mess around with stuff like that." Right. And I just I mean like when I get pulled over, even if I get pulled over for like having done really nothing wrong, I'm still like the jig is up and it's like I might have Yep, they got me. Yeah. It's like what are they going to get you on? Like you have, Isn't there's, that there's so funny? There's too many Diet Coke bottles in your car. Like, that's an irresponsible amount. Too many DCs. Yeah. They're like, we the saw them. Your car, it seems like there's some unopened mail. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Can we go through this, please? Yeah. yeah, we're gonna rifle through your mail real quick. <laughs> wow, that's so interesting. Yeah. Okay. And then now, as an adult, that manifests more in like hosting. Like, oh, there's a game on. I'm inviting people over. Okay, well they'll come over if I'm hosting. And and this is not. By the way, this is my own internalized thinking this has not been played out by my friends my yeah. friends are wonderful a friend just invited me to watch a basketball game tomorrow not to brag but i'm getting invited to watch basketball games on tv okay i well, am bragging I, I asked what i could bring <laughs> they said just bring yourself now that's a classy that. party Guys, that's a classy party that's a grown-ass adult that's a grown-ass party when you're like i will provide the entire yeah. party i will literally while you're there i'll launder your clothes if you want you want to take your jacket <laughs> off i will put it on a light tumble uh and you'll have a fresh clean jacket when you wow leave. so okay so the invites are there the invites are, yeah they the have, reaching out i think with me it all it all boils back to the concept of finding love. Like, you know, like I have great friends, male and female friends that are very loving. Yeah. But my relationships have been usually very intense, like and they'll go for like a year and then right around a year something will happen. It's not always the other person's fault, not always my fault, but it's like a thing changes, a fundamental thing changes yeah. and it's like unrecoverable and usually you know my parents got divorced when I was younger and like I've seen dysfunctional relationships I'm on the side of like let's try and fix this thing so yeah so most of my relationships even if it is me that has maybe caused the like inciting incident yeah I'm usually the last one going like come on let's not give up on it and I think that is all around the fear of like no one will love me ever again. I mean that is listen this is not uncommon. It's yeah. like when first of all lots to unpack there. First of all the year mark is where somebody's like what am I doing here? Right. You know what I mean? Even with a job. Yeah, for sure. What am I doing here? For do sure. I like this? It's mm-hmm. like something an apartment. It's when you would mm-hmm. re-sign a lease or the would or do you go month to month whatever, right? right. Mm-hmm. So it's like we de- a, a school year. It's like the the concept of a year is really ingrained in our brains that it's like mm-hmm. At the end of it comes assessment. Yeah, yeah we've got to make a like. Like nobody's like assess after three days. Right. It's like no, it's always like okay, one year. It's like New Year's resolution. Right. Everything's assessment. Mm-hmm. So uh, one, I can see why maybe an incident happens and then it gets people thinking. Right. Right. Whatever the incident might sure. be. Maybe if it happened at five months, we wouldn't think as much. Now, as the person, this is the second thing. As the person that. If a year comes and something happens, I'm usually the one to bail and not make it work because Mm -hmm. I don't want anything to feel like work at that point in time. Now, isn't that amazing though? It's like that the idea of not wanting it to feel like work is so universal. Yeah. And yet I can't remember a serious relationship that hasn't come to a point where it's like, God, we are like walking through deep mud. Trying to get to it's the other possible side. that now here's the thing. Now I phrase that 
in a specific way when I said yeah. at that point yes. in time. Yes. Sure. I understand. I've been, you know, I've been with Norm for years. Yeah. Things are going to come well, up. Oh, of course. I, yeah. I get that. But it's like, yeah, this, these dramas after dating for six months yeah. blow my mind. I'm yeah. like, why is this so hard? Yeah. If you don't have, and sometimes it's, you're not even living together. You're not even married. Yeah. You don't even have kids. Sure. You don't even necessarily have mutual friends right, or something right, like that. Yeah. It's so easy. They don't even have a book in your place. You right. can walk away. Yeah, you can just... I think, but that yeah. fear of not being loved again, yeah. valid. Yeah, and I That's think that, I think there's that, and then I also think there. For me, it's like I can buy into someone's argument that I am not doing enough so easily, okay. and then be oh. like, okay, I'm gonna try and do this and try and do this and try and do this. And I think the reality, as you get older, you know, I'm now in my late 30s, and it's like the, when you are in date. I mean, I tend to date women that are in their late 30s too. Yeah. It's like, they have more complicated lives. I have a more complicated life. So it isn't, it does, there is, A, things move faster, quicker because everybody's in a bit more of a hurry to figure out. And they also know, and I know, like, the red flags can usually pop up pretty quick. Like, Yeah, at this point, harder to hide. But also, there's like, I feel like there's an extra pressure because like, for instance, the the last relationship I was in, she had a kid. And like, that was not a problem for me. Okay. I, I I enjoy kids despite the maligning of them I did earlier. In reality, I do <laughs> I do love children, and I got along great. And I had actually already known this kid because his mother and I were friends. Oh, okay. So it was like a very interesting like introduced me as the boyfriend, and like as much as a five year old can understand that concept, like yeah. I was kind of like I think your mom's gonna be my girlfriend. Is that okay? And he's like, sure. Like, you know, <laughs> sure, he just said that to someone else yeah. five minutes he's, ago. He's like, just so you yeah, know, no, sounds there's good. Like three dudes that have asked me in the last week. So. Hey, did you want this candy? Take her, man. Yeah, keep playing Nintendo. She's yours. Yeah. She can move in with you. I'm fine here. I'm fine. Just leave a bowl of cereal out and like <laughs> some fresh clothes. But uh, but okay. it was. But it was. But that part wasn't the hard part. The like playing house element of it wasn't the hard part, and that's what kind of struck to me. Is like the hard part was actually still at the core of it our relationship and her and me not listening to each other about Uh, like what were really important things. And I think like, you know, at first, and again, this is another problem. Like when we first were starting to separate or break up, I was kind of like, good, this is a good thing. And then I always get that like one week or two week out of it. Like I screwed up horribly. Oh my God. Don't I I know it? Terrible decision. And now I've got to figure out a way to get this person back. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it's awful. And then I usually, like, there's usually, like, in my life, like, one or two voicemails or text messages that, like, if I could just go into someone's phone and delete. Cause I'm like, not that they're, like, horrible, but they're okay, just like. Okay, this is why I, we have the new unsend. Yeah, that's right. But it's like, it's usually me being, like, it's really just more pathetic. It's like, I made a horrible decision. I'm really sorry. Can we talk? And then them being like, I don't think so. Well, you said something. I've taken these two weeks to decide that we were Yeah, right. it's like, no, I'm yeah. out. Um, I, you said something interesting before because you said that if she said um, what you're not doing enough of mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. Now, here's what I want to know. And this is a general because mm. I'm kind of sick of this whole thing where uh, we don't say what we want or need throughout and mm. then we pile it all on but yeah. when it's too late. Mm-hmm. So did this person ask things of you throughout mm. um like i need you to listen more or i need to go on more dates or mm. more well, common interests or did this kind of pile on and then you're like 
taken on as a challenge to be like, oh, I'll do the most, but right. then it's too late. Like, what was it? Well, I think in this specific case, yeah. I can see the way you're what you're describing as uh, has maybe happened in the past. This was more about there wasn't a lot of dating because she was she had a full time job. Oh, and, and then kid, the kid. And she had okay. the kid a lot of. I mean, the kid, the her and her ex had a, a decent relationship enough that we would all do things together. Oh, which that's was interesting. nice. And kind yeah. of fun, and he was a nice. We we got along good. Which again, I think I probably got along too good, and that may have also chapped her ass a bit. Like it was like stop being nice to my ex because there is a little bit of that. I think. Of course. Like, and I was like, so I would have to kind of like pull back and be like, yeah, I don't know, he got on my nerves too. But I'd be lying. He was so charming. But uh, I love him. I think you two should get back together. Yeah, I actually think you guys make a great team. Uh, and I'd love to be there as well. I would like to officiate your yeah, marriage. You don't uh, even want to be involved in the relationship. You just want to make sure yeah, they're there. Okay. I just want your happy ever after. Uh, no, but uh, but like it was more like we. I am kind of. Uh, I like to go on dates and I like to do stuff. Like yeah. I enjoy. I mean. Kind of just like left to my own devices, not a very healthy per like in general health. Like if it's just me by myself all mm. the time, I tend to not finish my like I don't take good care of myself okay. as much as I do when I'm with someone. When I'm like not like, oh I gotta keep you know, like fit, but like, oh I gotta like have structure and eat remember to eat and remember to like do all these things and not go out five nights a week and yeah. spend money I can't spend. I'm like I'm very focused. And then when it's just like back to me again, I'm like, ah, well, we'll just keep the, we'll put it on maintenance mode. <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> it's so hard to value yourself when only someone else values you. Right. It's so <laughs> yeah. toxic. For sure. It's really, and yeah. I, and that is a hundred percent when I, when I am in, in and out of therapy, that is what we get down to. It's like, you've got to learn to love yourself enough to treat yourself like you, we, you like you do when you're in a relationship. Yeah. When you're out. If you want that next relationship to be a healthy one. And I totally get it. Yeah. And there's a lot of things I get. I know 50 ways to get in shape and lose weight. And I have done uh, all of them for two to three weeks. Yeah. But never over a consistent amount of time. Now, to go back to that, I think for us, the, the thing she wanted was proof that this was going to be a stable relationship where I was helping her co-parent her kid. And then she wanted to have another baby, which I also was like, yes, I want to have a kid too. And we're also kind of medically every year we don't do this. We're losing time on it. So we were like, we were kind of moving in a pretty fast trajectory, but then I think, or I know on my end, what happened was it started to be where at first it was like, you have your life. I have my life. We have our life together. But yeah. we live together. It became, I have my life, you have your life that I need you to be in. And when I would start, like, kind of push back and be like, well, like, for, I'll give an example. Yeah. Her son would have a friend's birthday. Okay. On, like, a Saturday or Sunday morning. I would have maybe a show or I would have uh, plans that I had made that were like, you know, going to be fairly late night. Like, I'm going to be out. And I would be like, well, can I skip the 9 a.m. birthday or 10 a.m. birthday party? Not that 10 a.m. is too early to wake up, but I'd just be like, can I just, like, chill? And then can I take you guys out to dinner on Saturday? And for a while, that was cool. And then eventually, all of a sudden, it wasn't. And it was very quickly not cool. And I missed a couple of those birthdays. And it was like, it, that was it. That was like, oh. it was the, she wanted me to be there. And I made a lot of them. I'm not trying to be, you know, like, yeah. I went to a bunch of them, but I missed enough that she was... 
That's wearing a couple hats at once. Right. And I don't think it was unfair. I mean, she made it. Yeah. She, she told me that's what she wanted. And I told her through my actions that I wasn't willing at that point to do Okay. It. So that just. This all sounds fair. very fair. Yeah. yeah I, I agree I with you. It. I understand. Yeah. And I think it was a higher up. Uh, I think it was part of a larger th- issue that I felt very insecure in our relationship because of things she would do that made me think like, oh, she's not 100% in. Mm-hmm. Even though she says things like we should get married and have a baby, her actions are still kind of selfish or self-centered and like... Isn't that so interesting? Yeah. You can't hide and you think you are. Like right. you're like, think you're a smooth talker. Right. But it's like, like you said, your actions. I'm like, these are the things you do you don't even know you're doing. Right. And like, like think about body language. Yeah. You don't even know how you're sitting half the right. time. Yeah. And the vibe yeah. and message that you're sending. And I'm like... Mm-hmm. What makes you think you can control every aspect of yourself? Yeah, everyone's got to tell. Uh, yeah, Everyone exactly. does. Exactly, I agree. I, I and I and I mean, I, that's what I think. The Zoom culture is hilarious. Oh, to me. right. And we still at our company we're hybrid. Uh, we're hybrid uh, work from home and, and office. I'm okay. in office all the time because I produce a lot of our videos, so I have to be there to like watch the people yeah. record or record them myself and I need and I'm just too neurotic to be like I could I'll zoom, let me patch in. Oh my god, I'd love somewhere to go back into yeah. an office. Oh, I know just me. Just to I, be like what's everyone eating for lunch? Also, you know, free coke zeros for life. Uh, hey man, until they fire you're me. talking to somebody pounding a Dr Pepper zero yeah. cream soda. And by the way, if you're listening, send a case. God, we're working for it. First of all, if you mean when. Yeah. When, <laughs> when you're listening. When the folks at the Dr. Pepper facility get a hold of this, send a case here and send one over to me. That's right, because at the end of every episode, I give out my address. So just <laughs> listen to the end call and in send me, call in, and I'll give you my address on air. Send me the case. Thank you so much. <laughs> Tommy, I'm with you 100% of the way. Well, now that we've done our business, we paid our bills. Uh, no, I... I Everything you're saying mm. rings so true mm. of c- the contradictory action to words. Yes. But here's what I appreciate about this story. Even though it's happened in the past, like you said, you reached that year mark, things mm. fall apart, whatever. Good on you for at least accepting some responsibility. Mm, because yeah. this the victim card, I'm like... And I'm not saying, listen, sometimes it's true and it needs yeah. to be played. You sure. know what I mean? And that's a hundred percent. But sometimes you got to ask yourself being like, what's the common denominator? Right. And I wonder if I've done this before. Right. That's, yeah. that's what it makes me think. Be like, I wonder if I've done this before. Like, yeah. for example, maybe if you flaked on things and you didn't see it like that, but then they did. Yeah. And if it's been brought up two or three times, you're like, wait a second. I think this is how I'm being perceived. Yeah. And I, Maybe. And I, and I think I think that's so – it's like, yeah, if you take stock of your relationships and you're like, well, if I'm describing every ex of mine as psycho or unhinged or something it's, like that. Thank it's you. Like, well, it's the – you know, there's a, 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 one of my first bosses was a, – a, I worked on a, a movie in Rochester, New York when I was like 19. Cool. And he was um, – he was a producer and it was a horror movie. And he told me, he gave me, he had, he had a lot of like, uh, so colloquialisms or whatever, a lot oh, of okay. like, like, but one of the ones he was like, cause the director was like a monster on this movie. And I, to my knowledge had a good directing career. And I don't know has worked again since this movie. Okay. So Tyler Perry, it was, it was <laughs> I'm, Tyler I'm sad Perry. to say it was Steven Spielberg. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> and he's never worked, worked since. Again. And this was on the set of Titanic, yeah. <laughs> oh, a true horror movie. <laughs> 
But, uh, but, but so he goes, if you walk into a room and identify everyone in the room as an asshole, that probably means that you are the asshole. I yeah. fucking yeah. love it. Yeah. 100%, yeah. especially, and you already used this example, and bless you, if, if somebody calls every ex, especially if you've dated a woman, a psycho yes. or like whatever. And I'm it like, does tend to be, and I don't think it's sexist, men do turn that on women all yes, the time. Yes, all like, the time. Way more, Not most women are like... Because I believed what you said to yeah, me, right. so now I'm a psycho? Yeah, when I was gaslighting you for nine months, you believed all of that, and that's on you crazy. Oh <laughs> like, my God, it's, like, yeah. it's, a, it's actual yeah. madness. It, it's And I'm so sick of it. It's very manipulative, and it happens it in relationships, it happens at work, it happens like... Male female dynamics at work. So many times, I think our office is pretty evenly split, which is kind of rare. But it's like, especially in the entertainment industry, and it's like even now I'll notice like not not so much now currently, but like in the past working there, it's like someone will get written off and being like, oh yeah, she was having a temper tantrum. I'm like, no, she was standing oh up God. for herself. Can you believe that? Yeah, no, it's well temper tantrum. Listen, I what are we five? Yeah, exactly. That's kind of how I think. I'm like, you, you know, I mean, like it's not like. Certainly no one is being put on a pedestal, but it's like basic human decency is not necessarily feminism. <laughs> like, yeah. Just being like, being like, I don't call women psycho is not like, well, you're one of the good ones, bud. Yeah. Uh, and it's also, yeah, <laughs> I'm now praising people yeah. at the bare minimum that don't call me psycho. You're like, wow, this is really great. You, uh, you didn't call me a bitch once and you have you, not referred to me as psycho. You know what's so interesting, Tommy? This is I just a bit of a segue here. I just had this conversation with a friend of mine mm-hmm. about um, dating and mm-hmm. how so often it's so sad to see somebody think the person they're dating is great mm. be- out of comparison to the other people they sure. dated. But I'm like, we hated the other people you dated. Right. And you're like, yeah, but he doesn't do this. He doesn't do that. But I'm going, but what does he right. do? Like, just be... you're just telling me he doesn't do yes. the things that these other guys did. Yeah. But I'm like, so you're just telling me at the bare minimum, he's just not this other person. Right. But I'm like, but then what is he in addition to and that? That's, then that's do what you know I what I mean? You, and I th- yes, exactly. Because I think what you're describing is when the relationships are still hard work, when they should be easy. Yeah, now, yeah. Now, I completely agree with you. If a relationship, if you're in it for the long haul, there's going to be ups and downs, and there's going to be situations beyond either of your control that happen. Same with a friendship. Yeah, with any relationship. Any relationship. But when it's the first couple months, and you're supposed to just, this is all supposed to be fun, and like, you know you got to give each other kind of a long... I mean, like, now I feel like dating, the leashes have never been shorter because we're all... Oh, my God. We're all watching way too much true crime and we're all watching way too much other stuff and we're like, okay, this person might be off. i got to get out of here before I find out. And it's like, that's always the fear. But the reality is there's still very normal dating going out there. But it's like, when you are comparing to past bad relationships... And you're in that mode where you're like, they don't do this, they don't do this, but and, and but you can't identify a lot of what they do provide then you are like oh this is already hard at three months i'm already unsure of if my if i'm behaving the right way which is a terrible way to think yeah like am i it's so like not infantilized but like am i acting good like am i being good enough well it's like for example a character trait somebody gives is like and this is god always a top character trait i don't know why we can't i am going to use the gender stereotype here why men always have to be described as funny (laughs) i'm like first of all no offense and here's tommy you are funny but Everybody else out there, no offense, probably not funny. See, I'm, I'm just going to tell you right now, probably not funny. Put them up against me. Yeah. Let's see who fucking wins. I'm probably blown out of the water. I always thought it was men are funky. So that's my <laughs> fault. 
want I've been funky. Looking for a, a funky woman. I want a woman who is funky. I think they is just that don't hear much? the hard K. They're like, oh, you want someone funny? I'm like, no, funky. funky I want someone who can move you. to a beat in an interesting way. <laughs> Uh, no, no, but, but that's, you're right, yes. But I'm like, but that's not doing anything for you. I'm like, yeah. that's ego. Yeah. And I'll call it as somebody that yeah. likes to make jokes. Yeah. Yes, in uh, the intention is I want to make other people laugh right. because it makes me feel amazing. 100%. So I'm not doing it for you. I'm no. doing it for me. It's a cute little gift I give myself that I pretend is my gift to the world. Honestly, Tommy, we got to get that on a couple of t-shirts. <laughs> yeah. Hey, let's make the world smile so I can secretly fill up with good emotions. <laughs> I mean, it's so true. Mm-hmm. So it's like giving a gift because you want the thanks. Yeah. You want the praise. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know I what I mean? Perfect, I'm going to make this baby shower all Yeah. And I'm just so yeah. sick of it. It's yeah. like, you're right. Like, what? Like, I knew Norm was worth being with when I didn't have to do so much to keep things going along. Yes. Because usually it's like I'm dating myself. I'm doing your job and mine. I'm mm. making you laugh and I'm making me laugh. Mm. I'm being nice to you and setting you up so you can be nice to me. Sure. It's like I'm dictating and directing this whole thing. Yeah. I've got the little cap on and the little chair and I'm yes. doing it. A you pointer because not enough directors. Megaphone. Well, not enough directors are using pointers. Yes. Can we bring those back a little yeah. dangerous on set? That's yeah. kind of fun. Yeah, I like that. But yeah, it's just like I knew it was different because I was like, oh, you're also doing things like I'm not the only one making plans you're also making yeah. plans and I'm like that's easy for me thank you well yeah I think like you know the the phrase adulting is always kind of like eh. yeah, but to me yeah. like 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 when someone's like I adulted today I'm like well you sound like a child saying that so I don't know and no offense if anyone doesn't need to be called out <laughs> yeah, you could just say like I went to Target and that would be fine too but I do think to me the true times where people are adulting is in their dating life and in their relationship where it's like are we keeping our plans yeah are we not losing our shit over not keeping our plans you know and now i feel like in california it's just the city of a thousand los angeles thousand flakes call me dandruff and get some head and shoulders in here because we got a flake city on our hands so i'm usually like one, maybe two reschedules is totally fine. By the third reschedule, I'm kind of like, I'm not going to do anything to reschedule after I refuse. That. It's like you can... Each person gets one reschedule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't get two. Exactly. But each one gets... Like, even this podcast, it's like everybody... Get, now, listen. First of all, are you giving me proper notice? Right. Second of all, it's like there's a level of understanding. For sure. example, we're in the industry. Yes, you do get last minute auditions or yes and they can be so it's like it happens I've lived it so that's why I'm very forgiving with it Mm -hmm. but are you giving me notice are you going out of your way to work around my schedule to find another plan and then do you stick to that plan like that's what I'm asking sticking to the plan so important uh actually paying attention to like what you're putting out as like not necessarily like like huge romantic or relationship themes, but like little things that you're like, oh, I really like that, or oh, this is stuff I like to do, or oh, I have a, I really get nervous about doing that, or like, you know, like I don't yeah. like horror movies or something like that. Something to offer to the conversation that's right. personal. Right. Like if you track that, I'm like, I, again, talk about bare minimum. Like if someone remembers something like a minute or like a detail about me, I'm like, wow, we must be best friends. This is really nice. Well, like, like I remember your barber's dead. That's right. And we are now best friends. <laughs> and I was going to tell you, you know, the Clippers are in a dogfight right now. And I knew you went to a Clippers game recently. It's true. We love, we've got the season tickets. We yes. love it. We love the Clippers. The Clippers are playing the, I want to 
want to say. Are they, the, they playing the Mavericks tonight? No. Nets. They play the Grizz. They're playing the Nets. Who oh, okay, there you go. Dude, Irving. oh, don't we know it. And I would what never a weird Let me tell you right on this podcast right now. <laughs> oh, Even if Kyrie baby. asked me, I would not. Swipe right. <laughs> Swipe right. Swipe <laughs> on right. Kyrie. No, you, you're making a ton of good points right now. And it's also like, I just feel like too, people aren't willing to put in the work. Mm. I, I feel like, online dating so much is and i've never even done it but what i witness from other people is it's so much messaging Mm -hmm. and not enough making the plans and then physically going and doing the plans and it's a lot of flaking and because you're hiding behind a screen and it's because it's so online there's also tons of supplementary do's and don'ts that are not vetted or given out by any professionals it's like me if i decided to like you know Start freelance writing dating advice articles. That would be bad for everyone. That would not be good for anyone. I'm tuning in. But it's like if you're like, oh, these are like the 15 tricks to having a successful Bumble account or something like that. And it's like the thing is like they're probably written by people paid by Bumble. and And the tips are probably to engage and stay on Bumble as long as possible. Pay for premium Bumble services. Yes. Because it's like don't rush into meeting in person. Make sure you really get to know the person over chat. But guess what the chat is 90% of the time? And I'm sure if anyone's talking about online dating on this, this is a repeating thing. So you can cut me off at any time. I won't. The chat is, how was your day? Good. How was your day? What are you up to? My day was good. What are yeah. you doing? Chilling, watching TV? Even if I'm not. Because I don't want to sound like a psychopath. I yeah. want to be like, I'm building Legos right now. <laughs> I'm talking to a woman. She's psycho. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. Everyone I've ever like talked to is psycho. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, I don't want to tell them I went to the, the, the Glendale Galleria and I went to the Lego store and they had the Batman 66 Lego for, Well, this is for your ad- adulting discount. here. So, yeah. so I bought the Batman 66 Batmobile and now I'm watching and now I'm building it. I don't want to tell them that. So I just say, just chilling. And then, so I'm already lying. Okay. Can I ask, this is once uh, the only hot tip I ever heard mm-hmm. from this woman this was a couple years ago but this woman who was on a talk show because uh it was she had the most amount of hits on plenty of fish and it's because they said she had full body shots yes in her profile pictures is this true i think there's an element for both men and women of honesty when you have a straight on photo of yourself recent that is Yes. A, that's a huge one. I also, I think the full body one, as much as it's like, why do you got to know what my whole body looks like? It's just because, I mean, there's just no way around it of saying, you can use your camera to make you look a certain way and looks aren't everything, but attraction is very real. And if you're selling yourself as one thing and then you're clearly another thing or clearly don't look the way you look like in your picture, we're already off in a dishonest if I'm boning that bod, yeah, right. I have a right to know what it looks like. Right. Thanks. Because you can't hide. You're going to be, if, if it all right. goes well the way you want it yeah. to, you're going to be naked. That's, they're going to see. That's right. And guess what? That, there's no hiding then. No. Even with the lights off. They're no. going to know. No. Uh, the moonlight is much stronger than it used to be and the tides are coming to kill us. Anyway, <laughs> yes, full body. Always, I, I also think, um, I know it's hard to to resist because we are in the in LA. Yeah. But like really headshots for dudes and like and like modeling shots for women and men are, are kinda weird. Like when it's like yeah. when it's like clearly a headshot, now 
There's an except. I mean, there are some commercial headshots that are kind of basically just well lit, candid. I think if some, where you're like, yeah, you're, you're like smiling in a shirt. But if you're doing the like brooding, yeah, like neutral face, show your eyes, make your eyes big, make your mouth like faces smooth as possible. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know, that's not good for me. And then the other hard thing is, you know, you got to decide like, like what else is in the picture you know because it's so weird when it's like picture of like a man and a woman and then like you got to read the cute thing don't worry that's just my brother i'm like well i wasn't worried but now i am worried it's not your brother because i'm crazy yeah and it's like you didn't have any other photos right like i when i was younger i would put pictures of like me with my like nephews because i like thought people would be like oh it's cool he likes kids but they thought you had kids but they thought i had kids and then it was like then i'm doing the explanation of like i don't have any kids and then they're like well why do you have kids in your photos then what's going on with that and it's like well they're my nephews (laughs) so now i'm just like now you're just the guy that has other people's kids in his photos that's right and now that's just what i do i just go to the park and i'm like can you kids just walk by like extras (laughs) excuse me they're not even near me you kids surround (laughs) yeah (laughs) i just said they're attacking me with spears like lord of the flies (laughs) I I mean I recently have been like I gotta get back on online dating because I after my my last relationship ended I was like I'm gonna take a little time yeah yeah and in that time I did nothing to improve myself so I was like now I've got to be proactive and start the improvements that I set up have been saying since November that I was gonna do I'm like it's been December was it December to remember it was a January of no self improvement and now it's got to be a February of baby steps I think oh. Just a February. Uh, we love to hear it. But I'm like, all right, so I'll get the apps back. Okay. So for like now, like. So I'm, is that the first baby step of February, the apps? Yeah, I think get the apps back. I'm okay. still like, I can't even bring myself to go on them right now because I'm still just kind of like, this is so, it's so much work. And I know like the only other, I mean, the other way is to like beg your friends to try and set you up with someone. And then that's pressure on them and can stress them out. I mean, yeah. I have had. People say to me, like, I know this person. Are you in? I know also sometimes people, friends are like nervous to approach you about that because they think you'll take it wrong. Like, yeah. They're like, yeah. Oh, do you think I can't get a, like, a, I couldn't get a woman on my own? And I, but it's so say, much responsibility. I'm going to say, no, I certainly can't. Uh, the <laughs> proof is in the pudding. But I, but like, I, I, I guess like for me, it's like going to a bar is weird. Obviously, like, my life was made so easy by doing. Well, it was made very difficult to financially, but socially it was made so easy by doing comedy in my Oh my god, you're the funny guy. Everyone's like, he's cute. There's like a hangout at the bar. There's like we're going to we're going to like if we're performing at UCB, we're going to birds. You could date other performers, you could date the audience, you could date passerby, you could date people at the the bar. Yeah. Yeah. It's like there was and then, you know, you get older and even if the improv theaters stay, what I learned is it got sadder and sadder as the older yeah. you get. Like if you're like, you know, 35 at I.O. and like sitting at the bar and being like, I wonder who watched the show tonight. If anybody was impressed, it's like, yeah, oh my God, I know just, what you like, mean. Get out of here. Or go home. <laughs> go home and drink you know, a glass of water. <laughs> Tommy, here, I, I love this baby step. I want to put in a different order. Sure. May I suggest? Sure. Okay. I love the baby step of getting yourself back out there on the apps, but you're saying there's hesitation. You don't want to necessarily. Okay. Here's what I think could change that vibe. Okay. A haircut. Yeah. And a beard trim. Hey. To inspire you to take a new photo. And the new photo is what inspires you to get back on the apps. I like this. I'm just saying. I think think we do an even babier step than get back on the apps. Yeah. 
your hair is you are wearing this headband which i like the look yeah. but you don't want to have to wear something no. if you don't want to wear it all True. the time True. and it's like if you uh, literally let me set you up with casey here she's amazing but there's a million other places you could go and a lot of on a budget if that's a thing because i'm like you know i understand that as well but i'm like hey you just got to find the right person they yeah. could be any they could be yep. at supercuts they could be anywhere Absolutely, yeah. you find the right one you got the right one yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's like maybe because we're talking about real photos and i'm like maybe that motivation you get a fresh cut yeah and then all of a sudden we're like all right i'm gonna get back on new profile pic I'm in. yeah we got Who this let's shock the world no I, <laughs> let's shock I, them I, I don't into you i think that's a great idea I definitely have been like, I got to get this haircut and beard trimmed. Got to get the haircut. And the other thing is, let's be honest, here's another, like, men can slowly devolve into swamp creatures, career <laughs> like, no one at the office is going to say it. Like, they're like, he's just, he's just growing it out. It's yeah. Fine. But aesthetically, people might start, like, your friends are Well, like, mine's about the confidence. Because yeah. I think you look great. You're rocking this look. I said it right when you came in, mm-hmm. you've got beautiful waves. But to me, mm-hmm. I'm like, you're rocking this look because you don't like what's underneath. Is mm-hmm. this not the metaphor of how you're feeling about right. yourself, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Let's get the haircut. Yeah, I think you're right. And, and let's shave off a little bit of that, Tommy, that, yeah. that's not as thrilled. Let's send, let's send him down into the clippers. And, and <laughs> let's get him in the clippers. Let's put, put that Tommy with the clippers. And then we'll see what Phoenix rises from. <laughs> From my face. I think we're onto something here, Tommy. I feel very good I about I feel this. good about this. I don't want to, you know, you know, just put on a performance for the pod. I I think I'm ready to take care of this this week, potentially. I'm know. telling you, I, I just, I don't know. It's like you just, the it's, there is so much to love about you. I find you so enjoyable. I met you. I came home. I, to, I Well, I told Pat and Jackie, yeah. and then I told Norma, I was like, I met this guy, he's so wonderful, he's so funny, it's going to be really fun to do the movie with him. And then when he asked who was coming today, and I said it was you, and he's like, oh yeah, from the movie. And I was like, Norm never remembers anything. So that was really cool or whatever, because clearly I talked about you. There's so much to get on board with, and I'm like, you know... I'm a fake it till you make it type of person. Yeah. I'm not going to have you walk out of here and me tell you, you need to love yourself. You can do whatever the fuck you want. You're a yeah. grown up. But if I can see a hot tip, a fashion tip, a hair tip, Absolutely. something that you could probably do for less than $20 that might fake boost your self-esteem. Oh my God, run to Come it and in. do it. Yes. Like if it can be that easy, do it, mm-hmm. do it. And it's and it doesn't always have to cost money. Sometimes it's just spend a little more time to curate an outfit, yes. or you know, like some. Yeah. There's little things, you know what I yeah, mean? That you're sure. like, this could help, this could boost. And mm-hmm. um, I just think if it has to do with dating, we talked about you know the profiles and everything like yeah. that. It's like how fun would that be? Oh my god, can I help you write? Are you going to change anything in your profile? And if so, do you need any help writing it? Yes, I would love I a co-author. love ghostwriting people's <laughs> profiles. And here's the problem. I, I can't do it anymore because it's... But I could do it for you. Because right. we're a lot alike comedically. Because yes. we're like... I, remember I tried to do it for my sister who is not in comedy. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, Atlanta, this is... Well, to quote, this is psycho. <laughs> like She's like, we can't... I guess women can say it too. She was like, we can't leave these answers on here. And then I show up on the date. Yeah, I think your family can say it. And then I show up on the date. And I was like, I guess I could kind of see that. Like, you know what I mean? She feeling pretty funny that day. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, right? Oh, that's great. Yes, well, you're hired. Uh, Like, I think your profile, the head thing, you should get a new photo. And then the head title, like, thing should be, don't worry, I don't plan to murder you yet. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm telling the you, The picture dude. is me with a shovel. <laughs> if I saw that, Tommy, I'd be like, marry me. <laughs> I'm in. Count me in. <laughs> Tommy, oh, I'm devastated to say we're wrapping up oh, here. No. My God, I'm so upset. Oh. Well, hey, a year from now, I'll be back with a new haircut. By then, probably several haircuts. Yeah, Think I of was all the like, haircuts I'm gonna have. You were like, this could happen this week, and now I find out it took you a year to get that I come haircut. In a, I come in a year later, my beard is down to like my belly button, my hair is like. I'm like, he like, he was right. It looks better. <laughs> he was right to grow it I'm, out. I'm holding my newborn twins. I'm like, everything <laughs> came together after that. I went to the haircutting place. Fell in love with my hairdresser. <laughs> you might. You never know. <laughs> so you start off this podcast at a 3.6 with yeah. a quick rise to a 3.7. Yes. Yeah. How do you feel now? And we take any number, no judgment. I, uh, you know, I, I always measure, a, 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 you know, a talk with a friend, a pot, whether a podcast, of how my face feels afterwards. Okay. And a little bit of soreness from laughing lets me know I've had a great time. So I'm going to go a rare above my five. I'm going to hit myself at like a six five for you right Holy now. shit. A lot of smiling, a lot of laughing. Tommy, but this, you're, you're infectious. I feel good. You literally, it's like, I, I, you're a joy to well, talk to. And I, right it's wild. And I appreciate it. I, I Thank you so much for coming on. It's What a lovely way to make friends. And now we get to go film together. Yes. It's going to be like that much more oh enjoyable. And then we can, we can reference it when we're, we can cross promote. We're going to do some cross promotion with this one episode in a whole movie. Yes. This one episode. <laughs> Home, We're probably going to, and a web series. Yeah. We're probably going to bring it up in Maybe the movie. Maybe a stage play in LA Fringe. I don't know where this is headed. Hey, they'll take anything. We know <laughs> that. Yeah. <laughs> Certainly. We'll call it microphones or something like that. And it'll just be us doing this transcript. Yes. We we, yeah, it. we don't change it. We don't bother doing a new we episode. We also have the scripts in front of us, refuse to get off book. <laughs> and we're, like, not yeah. only that, but like I take my contacts out, so it's really hard for me to read. Yeah, and, I, and some of my script is on fire. <laughs> I don't want to get into it again. <laughs> I'm not going to explain why it's on fire. If you were here last night, you'd know. You'd know because the fire also started then. <laughs> yeah. It has been burning like an Olympic torch. Honestly, Tommy, have a great night and please help yourself to a Dr. Pepper Zero possibly cream soda on the way out. <laughs> and we'll be anxiously awaiting the response from the Pepper family. See you in a year. <laughs> Believe in yourself.